Uh, is this thing on? Is it? Sounds on. Uh, is it? Is, is, <laughs> is, is this? Can you hear me in the back? Testies. Can Can you hear me in the back? <laughs> Why are you doing a nasally voice? It, just, sound, it, just it sounds like right. a nerd. You just know? felt right. Like, <laughs> sound check one toe. <laughs> He's like you know setting up the school. The school auditorium. Yeah. Sound <laughs> check one toe. I don't think I've ever heard a nerd do that sound check. Yep. Nope. <laughs> sound check. Can can <laughs> we can't hear you? Can you hear me in the back? <laughs> oh Jesus! Wait, what? What? How, how about now? Just shut up. <laughs> Somebody throws a tomato. <laughs> Who wants a tomato? <laughs> First of all, I don't like that in like movies and stuff. Why? Like, when like in medieval times and people are throwing tomatoes and shit. Because I'm just like, you know, people would die for that tomato. <laughs> they would not waste tomatoes. A perfectly good tomato. If anything, they would fucking throw shit. <laughs> why would you throw shit? I don't know. Monkeys do it. Yeah, but why would we? I don't know. It's cheaper than throwing tomatoes and you can mm. eat the tomato. People eat shit. Well, that's true. That is a truth fact. I will not deny that. Hey, there's the the Sinfire cinnamon whiskey I had. Let's say let's forget an intro and go into something else. This okay, week. what are we going into? Yeah. What's happening? Mulder, what are you up to? Oh shit! The tentacles reached far back into the last century. But it wasn't until victories in Europe and Japan and the onset of the Cold War that political and economic conditions became perfect for actual execution. A conspiracy bigger and more secret than the Manhattan Project. More odious and far-reaching. No sooner had we defeated Germany than a new threat started appearing in skies over America, drawn to Earth by the latest threat to extinction, the H-bomb. Explosions acting as transducers, drawing alien life forms through wormholes in spaceships using electrogravitic propulsion. Advanced extraterrestrial species visiting us, concerned for mankind and the threat of our self-destruction, forestalling our annihilation through their own self-sacrifice in crashes at Roswell, more importantly, places like Aztec. World leaders signed secret memos directing scientific studies of alien technology and biochemistry. Classified studies were done at military installations S-4, Groom Lake, Wright-Patterson, and Dulce. Extracting alien tissue, tests were done on unsuspecting human subjects, and elaborately staged abductions in craft using alien technology recovered from the down saucers. Including human hybridization through gene editing and forced implantation of alien embryos. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Our own government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. A government hiding, hoarding alien technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective the takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent or cruel or efficient, by severe drought brought on by weather wars conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high altitude electromagnetic waves in a state of perpetual war to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act which abridged the Constitution in the name of national security. 
the militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. <laughs> a government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity a government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What well, will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. Or a simulated alien invasion using alien replica vehicles that exist and are already in use. An the alien invasion of the US. The Russians tried it in 47. You can't say these things. I'm gonna say them tomorrow. You tell them. We em. say it every day of our lives. <laughs> I'm going to tell them tomorrow. Yes. M. Allen Caldwell. Agent M. Spectre Gidget. The man of many names. Yeah. Like Moriarty. <laughs> if you were only so witty. Uh, no, I fucking, I miss X-Files and I miss, I wanted to see the whole thing come together and it never did. No. But that's one of the best things ever that you hear because it just throws everything that you think is conspiracy and shows you that they use it to create this conspiracy theory person that doesn't exist. Not all conspiracy people are like wearing tinfoil hats, you know, down in the basement throwing a monkey wrench into society. Some are. <laughs> but not all of them. Most conspiracy people are legit just want to get to the truth. And they like doing research. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. That's the only sound clip I made. Loud. That's the only sound clip I made. Ever. I thought you were going to make a new one. For what? Our show. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you got to add Kel. I got our bumper from him. Right, right, That you never right. fucking put on. Yeah. I haven't made one in a while. Yeah. It's been a while. So go and make one with my bumper. Make one with all the bumpers from everybody that we got, damn it. It's been a while. Hey guys, we are the XD Experience. I'm Inspector Gidget. We already said that. Mike doesn't need to introduce himself again because he has too many names. Uh, you can find us everywhere. Otherwise known as Moriarty. <laughs> XD Experience. I don't know why I keep saying Moriarty. You can call and leave us a voicemail one 802 It is. It is. And the guy in um, Shazam, the villain, played Moriarty. Mor um, Moriarty. Sorry. I suck at pronunciations. I can't even do an impression of the rain. I don't <laughs> The only impression I'm good at is the sound of a tornado, and that's only because I can't whistle, so it just sounds like a tornado outside. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, go check us out everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere you can find. I got to add Brew Hop Pops onto our page. Mm -hmm. I got to do that. You got to send me a link. Do it. He's got pint glasses. Yes. He's got shirts. Shirt. I want my shirt with my name on it. Did you buy it? No. Because I want one with our names on it. Mine has my name yes, on it. but he doesn't make that one. 
I want to go to a bar and he'll be like, who's Inspector Gidget? And I'll be like, hi. It's me, bitch. <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. Or like when people say your name's not really Gidget, I can be like, peep the shirt. Is that what you're going to say? Peep the shirt? Peep the shirt. Peep it. For your peepers. Right. Peepers. Right, right. She's going to say peepers. peep the shirt. Where'd you get those peepers? Peep the shirt. Peep it. Doesn't even make sense. Yes, it does. Peep, 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 peep. Now I just sound like. Now you sound weird. <sighs> now I sound like a weird chicken. Weird chick. Peep, 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 peep. Yeah, because you're a fucking chicken. Or like, what was that? Uh, Roadrunner? What was the noise he made? Meep, meep. There we go. <laughs> meep, meep. Wasn't Chrissy terrified of him growing I don't up? Know. I loved him, though. He was great. Oh, okay. Meep, meep. All right. So, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today before we get into our p- topic, uh, which is also known as Bob. Okay, are we done? Simulating a NASCAR race. I get that, but I hate NASCAR. I don't care. Well, stop doing it. It's annoying. <laughs> I was showing you that I can even impersonate a NASCAR race. That just sounds like a whore blowing down a hallway. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. So I was watching um, Meet the Millers the other night, and the one, yeah. I forgot how funny it was. The one girl was like, I can't use tampons. It just looks like a stormtrooper dick. And I was like, <laughs> you don't even know what a stormtrooper is? I know what it is. I just never watched it in action. I know what it is. It's a white armored Why does it got to be white? Robot. Why does it got to be white? Because he's white. What are you trying to say? He's white. He's as mm. white as me. Mm-hmm. I'm white. I'm white as hell, man. Everyone's always like, I'm going to get my DNA tested. I'm like, don't. Such a letdown. <laughs> yeah. And then they got your shit forever. Yeah, yeah. Such a letdown. I need yeah. to contact them, actually. It just said, uh, hey, guess what? You're white. <laughs> yeah. They did, basically. What is, I'm Irish, Scandinavian, and German. You're white. Yeah. White. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I can get any more white, or maybe add a Dutch in there. Uh, They might even be a little too dark for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, but it all makes sense. Why I like red hair. I'm pale. I can drink, and I love the rain. Hmm. It all makes sense, guys. Right, 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 right. All right, makes right, sense. Right, 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 right. Yep, 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 yep. So, guess what, guys? Uh, a TV show came back. It's been a, it's been a while since it was on TV. <laughs> I feel like we've been waiting like two years. It feels like it's been a minute. And uh, can I just say? Uh, I wasn't. I was. I was disappointed. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's just burn through it right now. I mean, look, okay, we all know that Project, Project Blue, Blue, Blue Book came back, and it's a show that I like a lot. And yes. look, I'm not going to like be with like, Mark fuck Malarkey. the show. With Mark Malarkey and Aiden Gideon, right? Mike Malarkey. Oh, Mike Malarkey. And Aiden Gillen. There we go. <laughs> I got it close. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got it close. I'd hate to see you at a fucking spelling bee. I know. I suck at it. No, I can spell really well. I'm just saying I always forget people's names. Bro. I suck at it. I actually met somebody three times, and then the fourth time I'm like, look, what is your name? Because I've been saying what's up <laughs> instead of your actual name since the first time I met you. <laughs> You're that asshole. I don't. I know people by things that they do or where. Don't mm. you, Bigfoot guy. I would always, if I seen you in a bar, Bigfoot guy. Why? Why do I got to be Bigfoot guy? you're wearing a shirt with a Bigfoot on it. Are you, are, I, I, or would you rather be the Merca guy? You might as well explain my shirt. Because <laughs> people are like, what the fuck? It's the United States of America's flag with Bigfoot treading over it. 
No, he's not treading <laughs> over it. He's in it. He is part of the flag, and it's Patty. No, if he was in it and part of it, he wouldn't be a silhouette. He's treading over it. He's not treading over. He's in front of it. And look, even his foot's a little bit up right here. Look, he's treading on it. His foot's lifted. That's he's his treading mid on the carpal ridge. <laughs> He's treading on the flag. He's not treading on the flag. Bigfoot would never. American. He would never. I know because he's fucking interdimensional. <laughs> he serves no flag. He serves no flag. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so yeah, so Project Blue Book came back. Um, it felt like a really rushed episode. It felt awkward to me. Yeah, it didn't feel. Uh, Aiden Gillen was great as yeah. Jay Allen Hynek as always, but. Like Malarkey was a little weird. Yeah, like he his tone was different this season on the first episode, and then the he ending. had this weird snark through the yeah. whole thing. Like he knew well, something somebody else didn't know, or like he was got, still just happy to be there. Or like I think that he just still is fucking with that chick, so now he's all he's a, he's just like <laughs> I'm getting some booty. Yeah, but even <laughs> eh. I have hat envy though. I love all the hats on the show. I can't help myself. Mm, okay, um, hats. It just felt really rushed. It didn't feel. But I did like how they talked about Project Mogul. Yes, they because they a do lot mention of that. Yeah, Roswell don't know about that, mm-hmm. and that was actually like they said. Uh, yeah. the government came out and said, "Look, the weather balloon was a hoax because it was this," and that kind of gives you verification that the government is typical of making up something. Yeah, it just this whole episode to me felt like a lot of unnecessary riding around deserts, and then uh, the part where they're like. Sir, something crashed in the desert, sir. And then he's like, what? Huh? And then they're like, sir, they just said the entire desert's on fire. And then they get there and it's... Tires? Yeah, but it's not even like... It's literally like... It's a well-contained fire. It's a fucking (laughs) trash can. And you're like, the whole desert... What? What? Like shit like that. I was yeah. like, "What? No, come on! It's don't just, don't get stupid on me." I feel like the editing was done wrong, and I feel like we didn't get led into an episode. It was just like kind of like they changed we were, the color palette of the show. Yeah, and like we were bullied. It had into like, it. A, like a like a noir feel. Yeah, to it. yeah, like a like a desert feel. Right, but I mean, like it had when they were showing like the um, pilot scenes, everything had like this weird like sepia tone look to yeah, it. That's it was what different. I mean. Um, look, that was part one. They talked about Roswell. A little bit. Roswell is always going to be a case that strikes because basically is the first. You hear my dogs? Yes. Um, so I'm excited for part two. Um, I'm going to continue watching it because I do like the show. I'm not going to let one bad episode. No, I'm going to keep watching. Come on. I mean, what else is there to watch on TV? No, I'm going to keep watching because I'm still interested. Yeah, so. I do want to watch that. I I seen a preview for The Unexplained with William Shatner. I didn't know about that. Is that a good show? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, but I will play a trailer. For, let's play a trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought that was very interesting because I love like the Travel Channel and the History Channel when they have like shows like that. One of my favorite shows is um, Mysteries at the Museum, and they go and like take artifacts from certain museums, and they give you the backstory on it. And that's how I learned about the Pigeon Wars. Yeah. Because they had the pigeon who had died and who saved the town by, like, three minutes. So that's, like, I like I like learning little stuff like that. And, like, when you go to a museum, you don't really get that time. Like, you read something, but, like, you don't, like, you don't envision it. You don't, like, you know, just absorb it, I guess. All right, I'm going to play, um... Yeah, is this is this a new season? Is this I guess first it's, season? I guess it's a new season because, uh... Uh, three months ago, shit was posted. Oh, I'll play a little clip. How about All that? All right, let's do it. This is uh, from season one, it says, The Unexplained. The Unexplained. 
Um, is this the right show? It looks like it. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. That's what it said. Right? No, I know. I saw the same thing you saw. Of course, it's going to be an ad. So the name is Dr. Alan J. Heinick. Weren't you with a thing called Project Blue Book? Well, I thought they shut it all down. He says, yeah, they got you thinking right, don't they? We went inside this craft. An ad will actually watch. There was a soldier standing yeah, right here. It. And there, all of a sudden, I see like a flash and look over and he's not there no more. I didn't know his name or nothing. Have you ever physically been to a planet other than Earth? Yes. From my perspective, Mr. Kramer does believe that he is telling the truth. A frisbee came in, plowed into these palm trees at the disc. Area 51 is doing the advanced aircraft program. All the military branches have covert military space program operations. They shut down Project Blue Book, but you're now here searching underwater UFOs. At Fort Gordon, Georgia, I slipped on one of the pieces of debris in my boot. We would engage in ground combat with groups of indigenous reptoids. Season 15. Jesus Christ, where have we been? I don't know. Apparently they've been trying to disclose for a while. God damn it. Cayuga, Indiana. February 16th, 2019. Mm -hmm. Paranormal investigator Dave Spinks and his associate Haley Sharp have traveled here to this small town to investigate a house that many consider to be the most evil place in North America. Hold on. That was his voice. Hold on. He did the pause thing. Hmm. Are we perplexed now? Hmm. I don't know. Um, I actually caught Dad watching a show on there. Um, I think it might have been the unex. Is it the unexplained? Unexamined? I don't know, man. But I did. I did catch Dad watching a UFO show, and I'm like, "Oh, what are you doing? Are you are you queuing up to talk to me and Mike?" <laughs> He was like, no, I'm not crazy like y'all. And I'm like, oh. Google that real quick. All right, hold on. Keep talking about the show. Because <clears throat> I saw this, I saw it, and I was like, wait, what is that? And I was like, hold on, I'll, I'll check that out. But I wasn't, I could have sworn it was called, like, Unexplained as well. Yeah, so. that's what I thought. Let me see here. Um, and is there more than one season? Did we not know about this show? Well, like, what apparently is we didn't know about Cosmic Disclosure for 15 seasons. Yeah, so, I know, really. I mean, it's, <laughs> what the fuck? Missing out on all the reptoids. I know. Fucking cosmic fucking mutants and shit. Cosmic reptoids. Yeah, that that thing. Would he be an actor in it? Shatner, yeah. Uh, Just look up une unexplained William Shatner. It didn't come up as actor. Let me do as self, maybe? You're looking it up for all wrong. Just look up William Shatner on, and then it, whatever it is, it'll pop up. The unexplained. Is that what it's called? Yes. The, how do you spell? Oh, U-N-X. So that's spelled weird. Yes. Uh, there was, how many seasons? This says 2019. Uh, looks like there's only one. Let's see. Is it the same clip that we just lost? No. In San Jose, California, stands one of the largest and most bizarre private residences in the United Is that States. Shatner? Yes. Known as the Winchester Mystery House, this 24,000-square-foot Victorian-style mansion contains an astonishing 160 rooms, 17 chimneys, oh, 
47 fireplaces. What house is this? Two basements. Winchester. Three elevators. Oh, I wasn't listening. And more than 10,000 panes of glass. That's actually on my list. And those are just the ones we know about. But why? Well, the Winchester Mystery House is a very special place. It was built with no master plan. So it's only but there one are season. a lot of architectural oddities that remain a mystery as but to why like they're the here. In. Most buildings start with some drawings, yeah. some blueprints, some documents that right, so say, this is what it's going to look like when it was finished. That building looks like they made it up as they went. There are doors that open to 12-foot drops outside. There's doors that you step through them, you'll land in a kitchen sink on the first floor. It's almost like an Escher picture in some ways. The mastermind behind this architectural jigsaw puzzle was Sarah Winchester, the widow of the man who manufactured the Winchester repeating rifle. Didn't we do this episode? It was famously known as the gun that won the West because it could exactly. kill more people faster than any gun previously invented. The Winchester rifle was special because it could fire up to 15 rounds without being reloaded, which was very different from most of the smooth bores used in the Civil War, say, which were you loaded it, you fired one shot, and that was it. So you could imagine the advantage that you would have being able to shoot round after round after round without reloading. When Sarah's husband died in 1881, she became the heir to his massive fortune. Three years later, she began construction on a mansion that would take 38 years to complete. She just added things on as she had a great idea. So everybody had to listen and say, oh, okay, you want a large ballroom up there? And then they'd figure it out as they went. Even to this day, they're still finding new rooms and new features to this house. Was Sarah just working off of her whims? Was she just an eccentric, crazy lady? Or is there some other unknown explanation that we have yet to understand? What if it was built as a giant puzzle, one that protects a vast treasure that still lies hidden behind one of the house's hundreds of walls? Something to ponder. Ooh, I'm pondering, man. I need to see what's behind the door. It's this thing, it's like, it's just like a mystery and I need to, I, I'm compelled by these doors to open them. I actually got in trouble once at um, <clears throat> Longwood Gardens. Yeah. Because I was like, I bet you that's a trap door right there. Right there. And I leaned into it and it fell backwards. <laughs> And I fell into a freaking a, a little tiny ass room though, but it was filled with like uh, pots and like plants and stuff like that. But like it was just like a storage locker. But I was like, I can't. I need them. I love rooms. I can't help myself. So I love doors. As long as they're not locked doors. <laughs> um, you hear Downey was on Joe Rogan. Yes, I didn't listen. It's fucking awesome. <gasps> oh, oh, never mind. So. Uh, I'm going to play a little, a little clip from him uh, where he talks about how he was drawing the play Iron Man and then Dr. Doolittle. Cause, yeah, that's what he's talking Dr. Doolittle is doing off it, awful. It doesn't matter. Office. It's down. Who cares? I know. I love it. <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience. Do you, that thing that you're wearing around your neck. Yes. Being as you are obviously known as being Iron Man, are yeah. you concerned with wearing a large thing in the exact <laughs> same spot? Hell as no. the? <laughs> Did you ever think of that? Uh, life is funny because I was doing this before I ever got fitted for the RT. So 
It was more of uh, art imitating oddball stuff I was doing anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. but Iron Man, it's even more interesting because maybe you were born to be Iron Man because Iron Man obviously had that from the comic books. Loosely prearranged destiny. <laughs> and what's incredible is how far afield you can go from it and still find your way back. Yeah. Well, there's been – it's the, the whole superhero genre thing is so interesting to me because there's so many reboots and there's so many – like how many fucking Spider-Mans have there been? How yeah. many Hulks have there been? Yep. There's only one Iron Man though. You got that. Thus far. What Thus year is far, it? Thus far. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're Iron Man, man. It's okay. just like there's cer certain dudes just own a role. And if anybody else tried to be Iron Man, we'd be like nah. – Well, interestingly <laughs> enough uh, – East Coaster, uh, a dad of, of uh, some renown, very different. My dad was a kind of a underground filmmaker, uh, auteur maverick. I grew up definitely being Bob Downey's senior's kid. Um, spent time on Long Island, which is, I think, where Tony was raised. Yeah. But when, when Stan Lee was really thinking that through – he it was the Vietnam era and he was thinking about the military industrial complex. He was thinking about how about if I can throw a little bit of not politics in here but karma and he gets shrapnel by the own thing and it becomes, you know. So uh and then of course there was the whole demon in the bottle. I think he was the first superhero who ever like had the, you know, almost like uh, yeah. hang up his jersey because he mm -hmm. was hammered. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there was obviously but I, again once something goes your way, you can draw all the parallels you want and you can call it mm -hmm. destiny. But it was it was something that I def I definitely felt drawn to and I definitely fought for. And looking back on it, I go, why was I fighting for that? Uh, because it turned out to be a, a pretty special thing. Well, it was an amazing thing. I mean, you embodied it in, in a very strange way. I mean, it's inexorable at this point. You, you know, which is why I thought it was cool that you're going to do Dr. Doolittle. Because I, I love the fact – like I'm a fan of your work. You've done a lot of great stuff. Likewise. And you – you doing Dr. Doolittle is like a cool – it's – I don't want to say you're not taking yourself seriously. But you're, you're taking a Trust risk. that I'm not. <laughs> but you're taking – I mean this is a, a fun kids movie about yeah. a guy who talks to animals. Yeah. You know? I mean that's a great break. For, because like if you're Iron Man, like there's certain people that – for whatever reason, become a role, and that is it. That's what we will accept. You are that guy, and you're not doing that. You're 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 able to through your talent and through your ability to take chances. You're able to be a bunch of different things as well as be the Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, don't we? I don't know if I'm noticing anything now. It's that it's that we need to shift and we need new challenges, and just like. Uh, uh, MMA and society and politics, things are moving and, and morphing and the information age is making things so – everything's learning and growing from everything so quickly and, and, and improving or disproving or, or uh, discounting whatever's happening next. But for me, I, I heard that this was on the table. My missus, who's my creative partner in all things – um, said uh, Steve Gagan. I was like, I know Steve Gagan, Syriana. Really? What did he do? He wrote, wow, I like that's a big turn for him. Yeah. And then I said, but why Why do I want to? And I looked out and we live on a, on a, on a rescue farm. 
We have really? alpacas and goats and cooney cooney oh, pigs and uh, you know it's it's just crazy. Much, and I was like, man. okay, same way I did with Iron Man a little bit. I was like, all right, there's something here. And then before I signed on, I was just googling like weirdest Welsh doctor. I just want to think of. I don't want to just do another English accent. So there's this guy William Price who's a nutty Welsh doctor. He was a neo-Druidist. He was someone who believed like we could communicate with all nature and all that stuff. So I sent a picture of this wild looking guy wearing like a suit with stars on it and like a staff in his hand. I sent that to Gagan and he goes, that looks right to me. I was like, great, let's do this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And literally that's it. It's always it. You know what I mean? It's always that thing of you click and you go, here's my – here's." Here's my sense. What do you think? And and then the other – the gal or the guy says, yeah, let's lean into that. And then you go, but do this and that. And, hey, will you give me some of this? And you go, yeah. And all of a sudden you're in a synergy. It's like a good interview, like a good fight, like a good dinner. It just kind There's of the, the, happens. There's the gentleman right there. That's a crazy look. Yeah. To me, I just thought that's – can Doolittle be like that? He goes, does he have to be that way the whole way through? I go, no, no, no. When they find him, he's a recluse and then the animals like clean him up and then he looks less unhandsome or less weird for the kids for the rest of the movie. But let's find him like that. <laughs> I love me some. It's an hour and a half years. interview, but it is fucking amazing. Oh, like I love hearing him, him talk, and there were some really cool scenes. What, what is, what's your, what's your favorite Robert Kennedy Jr. movie besides the Marvel? <clears throat> um, Chaplin was good. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang oh, was kiss, good. Kiss, bang, um, which he talks about that oh, being, does he? he talks about it not being a good movie. He's like, yeah, that movie just didn't do what we wanted it to do. It's such a good movie. Um, it's such a cult classic now. And I love it. When he kisses Val Kilmer. Uh, other than Iron Man, uh, I guess Chaplin maybe. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is pretty good. Yeah. His portrayal of that was really dope. Like, I thought that was the first time it took Sherlock and gave him, like, a cool yeah, bent. Yeah, like, with the whole fighting thing. I, yeah. I I always remember Robert Downey Jr. They made him feel more like a superhero and less like a novel. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. They added some texture to him. They added some, some, some swag. Yeah. I think the first Robert Downey movie I ever seen was um, Hearts and Souls. Yeah. That will forever be my favorite Robert Downey Jr. movie. Have you ever seen that before? I don't know. Click Hearts and Souls real quick. Let's just see. Oh, Jesus. It's Hearts and Souls. And then there was another one he did um, with uh, Shepard, Sherry Shepard. Was it, is that her name, Sherry Shepard? That was really good, too. Uh, about change. Like, he was reborn. Her husband, I don't know. But this one is my favorite Robert Chine Jr. movie. And this was way, way back. Sitting here in limbo. Nobody really knows what happens when you die. Some say it's an end. Others, a beginning. Some say you just keep going round and round until you get it right. One night, four people were driven by destiny. Overtaken by fate and ended up living the life of Riley, Thomas Riley.
not that happy to see us. Now, with the help of this reluctant mortal... There are these people in town. There are these four very annoying, very demanding people. I'm sorry. I want your body. No, no, that's not funny. These four souls... With no idea how long they've waited for the chance, but, well, you know, to... ...are about to get a second chance. We're supposed to have you help finish things for us. It's all part of the grand scheme of things. This summer, Universal Pictures presents... We can do this! This is gonna work! Isn't it wonderful? I mean, the way the pieces fit, you and us... ...from Ron Underwood, director of City Slickers. Promise me you're gonna live a life that I didn't get to live. A romantic comedy with heart. You see, something good comes out of everything. Heart and souls. Literally one of my favorite movies ever, and I love Robert Downey Jr. for that. Uh, and then there's another one that's kind of like it. Um, So it's another like reincarnation thing. <laughs> I guess he was in the niche back then with these reincarnations. Mm. Chances are, that's the name of it. Chances are, was uh, Sherry Shepard or something? Play a trailer for that. No. Come on, I you play video clips all the time. Play it. What's it called? Chances are, okay. This one of my these two movies are like my favorite Robert Downey Jr.'s movies, and then Tropic Thunder was fucking amazing. Oh, all right, well I'm gonna play something. All right, fine. Then play my shit. <laughs> Chances are trailer. Just type that in, I guess. Yeah, he. this was about um, like a reincarnation story as well. It was actually really sweet. I made Dad watch it one night. I was like, Dad, watch it. This movie's awesome. With Smart Drive Nationwide, you can get a discount for Safe Driver. Does she get one? Mrs. Carmichael, safest driver in Peytonville. Nickname's Featherfoot because she never jams the brake. What about that guy? That's a tree. So no. From the director of Dirty Dancing, Alex Finch isn't himself today. Who the hell are you? Getting a strong German Shepherd vibration. Good guess. He's someone else. I'm Louis Jeffries. I'm so glad. You two know each other? Is he out of his element? This is bad. It's worse than I thought. Out of his body. It's your first time as a human. I used to be a lawyer. You. My memory came back of my last life. I beg your pardon. You two know each other? Or just out of his mind. It's They're fooling with trailer, but... Philip. Yes. Miranda. You two know each other? Peekaboo. Don't break that. It was father's. All he wants is your money. He wants my body. I'm going to go upstairs and take a cold shower. Go to your room, Alex. Go to your room. Go. I will. Mother. Miranda. Alex. Mom. <laughs> Are you going through? Remember this? You two know each other? Sybil Shepherd. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, he got And Mary right? Stewart Masterson. This is incredible. Chances are, now on video cassette. Not to be missed. Chances uh, okay, are. It's a really only good from RCA. Souls and chances are, I love those two movies. It's Robert Downey Jr.'s. Okay, I can't help it. Fuck it, whatever. You've probably never seen either of them. <sighs> I've seen Hearts and Souls. I've not seen. Well, then watch. Chances are, it's actually a really good. It's funny as fuck, and that—that's not the guy that was murdered. Thinking of a different. The Joe Rogan experience. Do you think that you could do Tropic Thunder today? Would that be possible? Oh, you could do it. (laughs) (laughs) And again, like Eddie, you know, I look back to me. That movie to me was a circle back to my dad's movie called Putney Swope. 
which I highly recommend uh, anyone who hasn't seen to see, about a black guy who takes over an ad agency in the 60s because everyone votes for him uh, when the uh, head of the company dies because they think no one else will. And it's about what happens when someone who is free-spirited takes over an essentially corrupt endeavor. And then he realizes and confronts his own corruption. But um, I remember I was probably two or three when that was being shot and when it came out. And it was so a part of my upbringing. And I just remembered some of the, the folks that were around my dad at that time. And so when Ben called and said, hey, I'm doing this thing. And, you know, I think maybe Sean Penn had passed on it or something like that. <laughs> Possibly wisely. No. And uh, – I thought, yeah, I'll do that, and I'll do that after Iron Man. And then I started thinking, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> we did, wait a minute. And then I thought, well, hold on, dude. Get real here. Where is your heart? And my heart is, A, I get to, I get to be black for a summer in my mind. <laughs> so there's something in it for me. <laughs> the other thing is I get to hold up to nature the insane – self-involved hypocrisy of artists and what they think they're allowed to do on occasion. Just my opinion. And also Ben, who is a masterful artist and director, probably the closest thing to a Charlie Chaplin that I've experienced in my really? lifetime. He writes, he directs, he acts. He, if you had seen him when he was directing this movie, you would have been like, I'm watching David Lean. I'm watching Chaplin. I'm watching Coppola. He, he knew exactly what the vision for this was. He executed it. It was impossible to not have it be an offensive nightmare of a movie. <laughs> and 90% of my black friends are like, dude, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other 10%? Um, you know, I, <laughs> I can't disagree with them, but I know where my heart was. Yeah. And I think that. It's never an excuse to do something that is out of place and not of its time. But to me, it was just putting a – it was a blasting cap on – and by the way, I think White Chicks came out pretty soon after that. Yeah. And I was like, I love that. Yeah. I was like, that was great. Yeah. So, you know. Well, it might be the last time we see that unless things change. It seems like no one can really – I don't think you could do blackface anymore. I mean – we almost lost the prime minister of Canada because he did brownface. He yes. pretended to be Saudi Arabian, right? Yeah. He did Arabian Nights in high school or something like that. It's uh, it's an interesting and necessary meditation on where is the pendulum? Why is the pendulum right? Yeah. Where is the pendulum uh, maybe cutting a little into what could be perceived as as heart in the right place? openness of its time but again i mean you know there's a morality clause here on on this planet and it's a big price to pay and i think having a moral psychology is uh is job one so sometimes you just got to go yeah you know i effed up again not in my defense but tropic thunder was about how wrong that is yes so, I take exception. No, it's it, – I think you could do it today. I think you could. I think it could be done today. There would be so much outrage, but there would also be people cheering. And if you – if we got – we boiled down all the bullshit and got to the actual result of what the film did, mm -hmm. 
It's fucking hilarious. To this, I watched it again about a year and a half ago. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great fun movie. Yep. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, over the top, hilarious, and it worked. And and your portrayal. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't egregious. It wasn't there was it was necessary. It made sense. All yeah. of it fit. It all there's square pegs and square holes. I was just thinking square. Pe- I don't know why I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking about Sarah Jessica Parker on the ride over here. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I think I drove by. Is it that Warner Park near here? Uh, yeah, like yeah. I think she went to school over there when she was doing a show. Anyway, interesting. Yeah, it it worked, and but it was it might be the last time we'll ever see a studio take a chance on a guy wearing blackface and the the prolific use of the word retard. Those are two things. And by the way, that's a Ben. The funny thing too was <laughs> all the heat got deflected to Ben and Simple Jack. Yeah, that's what people were pissed off about. And I go, "Woo, great!" But you never know when it's going to be your time in the barrel. You know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes life just says, "You know what?" And and I've been on both sides of that coin. Sometimes yeah. life just says. You're a symbol now. Did you have anybody that was telling you not to do it? Were there a bunch of agents or anyone who was like – My hey, mother hey. was horrified. <laughs> I think really? Bobby, I'm telling you, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, me too, mom. But uh, <laughs> anyway, how First are we? How are First day on set when they put the makeup on you. How, how hard are you sweating? There's been a couple times. I was all the night before, and we were on Kauai, and I was like, well, here we go. And I was just running. I think I had six lines that day. But I knew that there was going to be choppers. There was going to be uh, squib fire. There was going to be choreography. There was going to be, you know, it was going to be cacophonous. And the only thing that mattered to me Again, what's my action? My action as an actor in this movie is to know what I'm doing, even if what I'm doing is insane. <laughs> so I ran those six or eight lines I had a thousand times lying in bed over and 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 over again. So the next day I was free to enjoy myself and not be struggling to wonder what it was I was supposed to be doing. And then that's what it is. It was just, you know. It was one little mosaic after the next, and and by the end of it, I had some um, pride that AI had made it through. Forget that it was you know blackface. It was special effects makeup, mm-hmm. day after day after day after day after day after day after day, except for the off times when I would have my bleached hair and blue contacts in my eyes, or you know other characters. And it was just a uh, it was a piece of work I was doing. And I cared about doing it as professionally and as honestly as I could. So when you memorize lines, that's an interesting thing that you said that you were free to to do it. Like when you memorize lines, is there ever a part like when you're acting where you have to think like, okay, what am I supposed to say next? And how much <laughs> does that get in the way? There's, I, look, I have a very broad band of, uh, of tolerances. I don't care – if the people I'm with happen to not know what they're doing or don't know their lines or stepping on my lines or, or, or whatever or want to change their lines and my lines. And it's always a different uh, thing. It's like reading the room. It's like, you know, if I was a fighter, you go into the octagon and they, they go, you ready? You ready? And you go, and then you just do it. 
you go in. But so I've had it where I would try to be off book before everyone else. I would get it down to an acronym. So if there was a thousand words I had to remember, I would just remember the first letter of each and I would put it on a piece of poster board and then I would stand away from it, not as far as you and your your, uh, archery setup over there, but far enough away to where I can see it but kind of can't see it back when my vision was a little more clear. (laughs) And I would just run it and run it and run it. Um, When I did the first Sherlock, we were rewriting it so much and I would have pages and pages of stuff. I was like, give me an earwig. And it helped me with my accent. And then I started getting into like, you know what's so great? I can finish work, go home, hang out with my kids or do whatever I want to do, go train. And in the morning, they can change it all they want. I don't have to trip if it all – if you know, unless it's some monologue that you want to really be committed to that's not going to shift. I'd just go like that. So you'd put one of those little earpieces in and they would feed you the lines. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've kind of gone as far as you can go with that and I'll probably go back to a new method or a new version of the old method. So it's basically improvisational. Like you in, – in the moment – like you, you decide with whatever preparation you're going to do for each role – how are you going to do it? Whether you're going to go and memorize everything obsessively or whether you're just going to be a little bit more loose and free with it? Yes. It depends on the script too. Like Tropic Thunder, Justin Thoreau wrote that script with, uh, with Ben. It was a really good script. I mean my missus who next to my mother, was, you know, probably more so is the opinion I was really waiting on. And she was reading in the kitchen laughing her ass off. She goes, this is so wrong. <laughs> this is so wrong. And she goes, and it's so true. If you do this right, you're you're doing something that's it's about a bunch of self-involved idiots somehow or other becoming heroes. And she goes, I love that. If that's what it stays, then it's going to be good. And so, like for instance, the uh, you know never go yeah uh, full. You don't want to say it. No. (laughs) By the way. I guarantee you, I'm getting out of here. My stock is not plummeting when I leave here. I'm not smoking dope. I'm not doing a musk. I'm going to do everything right. His stock went up the next day. All right. Drop six went up nine. With who? I don't know. I don't understand it. I love that you now have it. Now it's a piece of art. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. 6% in the smoke. <laughs> God bless his heart. Yeah, it just changes. God. I love Robert. Look, you got to check it out. It's a good All right, I will, I will, I will. Tropic I Thunder was neat. great because it just, it was kind of like that Ricky Gervais speech. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so, like, actors and stuff like that, they're so self-absorbed. They think they're, like, the center of the universe, and they just do all this wrong shit, and then it's just, like, they don't care. They're, they want, they're like, oh, well, I have an excuse for it. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. You know? So I love that about Tropic Thunder. I thought, yeah, and Matthew McConaughey was in that. No, it was great. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Everybody was Jesus in Christ, that movie fucking rocked. But I think Robert Jr. actually turned that down twice. Yeah. Before he signed on, so. Hmm. Interesting. How would it have been if Sean Penn did it? Gay. I mean, because he did the movie that they were talking about when he went full. Yeah. What was the name of that movie again? I Am Sam. Are you going to say it? I Am Sam. Like, say it like he said it, though. No! Stop! Guys! I'm asking you to do an impression. I can't do impressions. Do an impression of of Sam and I am Sam. No. All right, guys. So, <laughs> what else are we here to talk about? Um, Martin Luther King Day. Yes. Uh, love me some Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always watch his speeches and stuff like that whenever it's the day I because it's always out there and people like great talk. Make like these yep. like motivational things and stuff and like I just love it. Um, 
Eminem dropped a new album called uh, Music to be Murdered by. And let me tell you, it's some fucking deep, dark shit. Like, he has this whole song about Vegas, like the Vegas shooter. Like, he was in the mind of, like, the Vegas shooter. And you're like, fuck. And, like, his whole thing on guns and, like, it was, I can't, I can't, it's just a great fucking song, it's called Darkness, so it has that, hello, darkness, my old friend, but, like, very, like, I don't know, you, you, you should just check it out. It's a mm. fucking dope, deep, dark song. That's cool. Um, so Eminem, love Eminem, love me some Eminem. Betty White turned 98. And she look old in those pic- pictures. Fuck you. I'm like, yeah. Fuck that you. reaper's coming, man. No! It's coming. I will need consoling when that happens. I will need to be at home. I will need... I will need all of this stuff. I will need Lake Placid. I will need Golden Girls on repeat. Yeah. I know. I can't. No. Ooh. Don't even talk about it. I will be inconsolable. It's happening. Inconsolable. Sooner or later. Fuck. 98, though. It's a long fucking life. Yeah. And did you see that interview with Ozzy? He looks terrible. Parkinson's now? He's all fucked up. Well, they said that that's one of the reasons that uh, Robin Williams committed suicide. Because he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Not the same Parkinson's as that, though. It's a, it a different type. Oh, was it? It was like a slower forming, from what I remember. I, I remember watching uh, an interview where they talked about it. Um, and he was, like, not even showing symptoms yet. Like, he had literally had just been diagnosed with it. Well, he like, dealt with depression and all that throughout right. his life. But I think that maybe that was probably, like... Yeah. Getting diagnosed with something like that is scary. I mean, like, I've... My father-in-law is dealing with, with it right now. He don't give a fuck. Like, literally, he does not give a fuck. Yeah. He'll tell you. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I gotcha. Psych is coming back. Yeah. Another movie. Okay. Lassie's coming home. Yeah. Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, and I watched two new things this week. First one, Knives Out. Fucking killer movie. Yeah. The fucking... Daniel Craig, fucking amazing. Well, they're doing a spinoff with just yes, him. Yes, and I'm so in for this. Because, like, he's... The way that the whole movie is, like, paced out and, like, the fucking cast is amazing. And then you're, like, it, like, completely, like, twists. And then you're, like, fuck. I don't know who's who. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And you have all this. And the you twist. have Daniel Craig at the center. Movie twist. Yeah. So, like, the screen, like, turns around, mm-hmm. twists and Basically. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of strange. It's like the Winchester house. Hmm. But, yeah. So, check out Knives Out. I think you would really dig it. Daniel Craig was fucking amazing. I'll get there. The whole cast, everything. Um, I literally was glued. Like, usually sometimes when I'll watch stuff, I'll be like, uh, like, you know, doing other stuff. I was, like, glued. Like, his performance was amazing. You were glued like that? Yeah, I was glued to it. Like With your hands up? Yeah. Why were your hands up? I had my tablet, so I'm like... <laughs> so, but you're here now and you're not glued to it. But I was, I was showing you. All right, right, so there's a new show coming out called Avenue 5. Episode 1 dropped. I want you to play a trailer for that. Okay. Because I think it's going to be obnoxious and hilarious, and I think it's going to be something that you like. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It has Hugh Laurie in it. Now, I will say that it's very strange to watch Hugh Laurie without a limp because of House. Yeah. So when he's on a regular thing, like I'm like, where's the limp? Where's the bridge limp? crew? Listen up. I need a course back to Earth. There's a lot of people counting on us to get them there. Everything is fine. Whose dog is this? That guy died. What the hell's going on? Should we be scared? If you want. You're supposed to say no, you <laughs> prick. If there are people to blame, they shall be blamed. I know nothing of the day-to-day 
goings on that has literally nothing to do with Herman Judd. Okay? The passengers are angry. We've got an S storm brewing, and this a hole is not helping. She's my favorite, is she? I suppose you are head of mission control. And I guess what they're saying is that you're not in control. Bit of an update. The three injured passengers no longer injured. A last bit of good news. No, no, no. Um, they're dead. Probably should have led with that guy. Right. <laughs> you are flexible. You are. Oh, it's broken. Good morning, Captain. No, you look haunted. I want answers. What are NASA saying? Is NASA saying? Is it is or are? Yes. What is they saying? NASA can offer both expertise and resources. We can. This is the overall cost to NASA. <sighs> is is that the figure or a phone number we call to get the figure? <laughs> It's just a lot of fun. It's mindless TV. Uh, Hugh Laurie, I'm glad to see him back. Uh, fucking amazing. Uh, it was just weird not seeing him with a limp. The whole time yeah. I'm like waiting for him to limp. Like at least do something. Or grab a cane. <laughs> yeah, I can't help myself. Because he was housed for what? Like 15 fucking seasons, man. Yeah, that was a show you could just come and go from. <laughs> it was, and it was great anytime you checked in. We are drinking. Reach, yes, reach around. Reach around. Uh, also, since Valentine's Day is coming up, is it? Fuck! I'm buying axolotls and it's Valentine's I know, right? Day coming up. You gotta buy your wife an axolotl. I'm buying sponge filters. Sponge filters? What? I got six fucking fish tanks running in my house right now. I know. It's it's. I got them literally on my like kids. The first time ever. I'm so excited about that. I got fish tanks behind you. I know. <laughs> you got three behind me. So. With uh, Valentine's Day coming up, there was this uh, article, and it was talking about um, 10 subscription boxes that you could order for somebody. And some of these are cool. So one of them is a Skulls Unlimited Bone Box. So you get different skulls and bones. It's creepy. I know, right? Yeah, well, this for, is, this is a for the psychopath in so, your family. So no, so no, this is a creepy but lovable. So then there's lovable. this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that in Bazaar, which is the dark market. So you get like a bunch of like witchcraft stuff. Right, right, like, right. Voodoo. For the witchcraft um, fan in your family. My Thrill Club. Uh, you get a monthly horror, crime, and mystery novel. For the weirdo. Yeah. They're just weird. Again. They're just weirdos. <laughs> I love this. I would totally. Uh, Cozy Killer. Uh, you get a, a cold case kit. Oh, kind of like that. Hunter killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get clues and stuff like that. And it says it includes vintage memorabilia. So I'm confused, like, what that would be. It's probably just photocopies okay. of shit. All right, I'm just saying. Uh, this one. Someone needs to get this for us. Okay. It's the cryptid, cryptid crate. Oh, I've seen that before. <laughs> I, and I, actually, I've emailed them to try and get them to send this one, and they haven't yet. Oh, really? Um. So yeah, so this one's about the cryptids. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that man. one's been around for a while, and I've de- I've tossed that around because sometimes you will get some pretty cool I want shit that in there. Bottle opener in the back. It's the Bigfoot bottle. Yeah, sometimes you get some cool it. shit, but you know, I don't know. Like, and you can go actually go on all these box web- websites and just buy boxes. Oh, you can. Yeah, you can go and buy oh. the mo- whatever month it was that pr- you could look oh, through their boxes okay. and buy their box, and you might spend like you know twelve bucks a box. Uh, there's a paranormal mystery T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Every month, um, this is Krampus that they're showing. Krampus. Krampus. Uh, Z chest. 
which is all things zombie-ish. Zombies, undead. Uh, and the Deadbolt Mystery Society. Uh, receive standalone cases every month that include interactive elements, intriguing characters, and all the information needed to solve a puzzle. So I guess that you get, like, it's not like it's a like, cold case. You get, like, a, you got to play Clue a little bit. Taunt the killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dispatch. For uh, all you EMTs out there. Uh, dispatch subscribers work to solve the disappearance of a close childhood friend who is also suspected of offing his socialette wife. Offing? Offing. Uh, new clues <laughs> arrive every who month. Who put this out? Every new, <laughs> every, uh, the, uh, new clues arrive every month for you to try to solve a mystery. Offing. Um, and then the Sleuth Kings. I've heard um, of that one too before. Yeah, each month puzzlers receive cipher ciphers, puzzles, and new evidence. Um, help led detect- detective Sullivan King find his father. What do you think that detective sounds like? I don't know. Yeah, you see, you gotta help me find my dad, eh? No. My father, Sullivan see. King, that sounds. My name's Sullivan King, eh? But yeah, so that's ten creepy yeah, 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 yeah. Um, subscription boxes for your Valentine who loves all things spooky. So. If anybody out there is feeling froggy and wants to send me a subscription box. Oh, shit. I just got an email. Somebody sent me a subscription Fuck box. Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody loves oh, me. It's fine. Oh, shit. That's awesome. That's uh, fine. I really want the cryptic Another crate. Another subscription <laughs> box. I really want a cryptid crate. I think that's fucking amazing. Who is this? <laughs> it's Cat Williams. Welcome to the show, Cat. <laughs> Fuck you doing? He's selling weed and have moved up to Coke. <laughs> I love Cat. I love Cat Williams. That's the shit I get from my wife. Yeah, <laughs> it's a TikTok of some white girl. Oh, I sent her uh, one of your uh, Moon Pie. Moon Pie's I it, great. I thought it was adorable. So Check actually, out Moon Pie, guys. So I sent her one, and it was... Now you're gonna be addicted to Moon Pie. I am. I'm already addicted to so many other dogs. There's Nubby. There's Tucker. There's the the Barn Society that I I follow. Go on Instagram. I already followed Moon Pie. You gotta look up Ronin the ax Ronin the axolotl. Ronin. Ronin. R O W A N. Ronin. Ronin or Rowan. Not Rogan. Rowan. R O W A N the axolotl. He's a baby. Roman and Ash. Let me see. They stole my lizard's name. Is it an axolotl? <laughs> Is that it? Yep, that's it. Yep. Okay. He's cute. Yeah. Look at him. He's cute. He's cute. He's, He's a youngin. Cat. He's a youngin. Um. All right. So you ready to jump into this topic? Yes, all right. We're gonna take it. a quick time out, and we will be right back. And two shakes of a lamb's tail. That's weird. Why is it weird? Why would a lamb? Shake his tail twice? Yeah. Because he itches. But it doesn't say he's itchy. It just says I'll two shakes of the lamb's tail. So it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> like it really doesn't. I'm try- I always right, <laughs> that axie plug. <laughs> People just miss a whole lot of funniness. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Because you didn't hit record. Uh, well, we weren't technically recording. We were just talking, but it was really funny. Yeah. 
The Daily Veg. The what daily was the other one I just said? Drop Squad Kitchen. Yeah, Drop Squad Kitchen. <laughs> I've been I've been to the Daily Veg. It's okay. good. Daily Veg. The daily Veg. There's a lot of bush going on in there. Be- best smoothies in town. <laughs> There's a lot of shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> I love the boysenberry smoothie. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Lord. All right. Ready? All right. All right. Let's get into this. Uh, we're going to be talking about Bob. The Beast. Um, beast. Bladen Barrow. Bladen Barrow. That's just a cool the, name, Bladen Barrow. Yeah, so actually, it's so it's the burrow. Where the blades reside? Of Bladen. <laughs> okay. I looked okay. that up in my notes. But it's, right. it is. It's the burrow of Bladen. Okay, formerly known as Bob. Or otherwise known as Bob, or AKA. Also known as. What did I say? Formerly known? Yeah. Oh. He's not no, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a symbol. All right. Uh, there was only one. <laughs> I love me some Prince, though, man. Love me some Prince. Uh, so, Bob. Bob. He is a creature responsible for a string of deaths, and I fucking hate you for picking this topic because you know what it entails, and I'm not going to say it. Uh, in All right, so I'll Florida, run. I'll between run 1953 and 1954, mainly amongst animals. That's all I got. Now you can leave. I was so pissed at you for fucking making this. All right. I'm writing notes. I'm like, I'm not writing that down. So the beast of Bladenborough uh, is a creature like like Gidget said there that is uh, responsible for a string of deaths in, Bla- deaths in Bladenborough uh, amongst uh, animals. I just said that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, I'm like, wait, you just said this. What am I saying this? Okay, okay. I will not say what animals he destroyed dogs mostly dogs um but you know uh, according to witnesses and trackers uh they think it was likely a wild cat but people are un uh certain of its nat- nature uh to identify it because of uh, basically people saw all kinds of different stuff yes. uh like you said most of the uh deaths were uh, of of canine okay we're not gonna say that much more say that one more time <laughs> okay uh, most of them were found about eight miles from Bladenboro, uh, in Clarkton, North Carolina. No, that one of them was found in in there. Uh, that was well, that was a possibly yeah, related. That to was it, a yeah. possible link to this. Close to um, it, yeah. Basically, this creature would crush, decapitate, and drain the blood and of, rip tongues out of animals and completely rip open skulls and tongues. I heard. I hear that tongues are a delicacy. They like the French kiss it. I do hear that tongues are a delicacy. Yep. So, I mean, not humans, or I, I mean, like cow tongues and stuff. Like, it's what it has a specific name. I forget what it's called. Though. So, I got a quote here from uh, Johnny Voss. Okay. Ready for this? Okay. Johnny Voss was on uh, December uh, 31st, 1953. Johnny Voss was? Johnny Voss. Or did he say this on December 31st? This is when his ele- no, he said this. He well, he said it on the thirty first, but this took place on the 29th of nineteen fifty three. All right. In the good Lord of nineteen and fifty three. Um, why did you do that? Because the sound it felt good. The only time I can roll my tongue is when me and Franny go lima ritas. Weird. I know it's weird. Uh, Johnny Voss. Um, yeah. So here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> What? All right, read me some Voss. Read me some Voss. All right, let, hold on. I got to get into my Voss. My plug, man. <laughs> Voss character. Uh, my dogs put up a good fight. <laughs> there was blood all over the porch. All right, you didn't have to read the whole thing. Big man. puddles of it. And there was a pool of saliva on the porch. 
It killed one dog at 10.30 and left it lying there. No. My dad wrapped the dog in the blanket. That thing came back and got that dog, and nobody's seen that dog since. At 1.30 in the morning, it came back and killed the other dog and took it you off. You wouldn't take the dog inside. We found that dog three days later in a hedgerow. The top of one dog's head was torn off oh my God, and his body that? was crushed and wet. Can we change dog to human just to make me happy? Like it's been in that thing's mouth. The other dog's lower jaw was torn off. Uh, Quote Johnny Bass, 1953. Okay. <laughs> um... How'd you like my... I, I liked it. Uh, just, you like can, can we my change, rendition? Can we change the D word to human? No. It is what it is. <sighs> can we say creature? No. It is what it is. All right. Um, multiple people saw this thing. Yeah, on the next day, January 1st, two more dogs were found dead in Blaine Barrow at the Woody Storms Farm. One was sort of eaten up, according to witnesses. <laughs> That's a, new, a news reporter around town. <laughs> That's the news reporter. <laughs> around town. You see, you see. <laughs> On the night of January second, a farmer named Gary Clayland reported that his dog had been killed. Had been, <laughs> had been killed. All right, all right. Can we stop saying those words? Two together? more dogs were found dead on January 3rd. Oh, One dog was found autopsies, and according to police chief Roy Farbs, there wasn't much more than three drops of blood left in him. The victim's bottom lip had been broken open and his jawbone smashed back. Falls also said the dogs, three dogs were found dead so far. One of the ears was gnawed off and two tongues had been chewed out. Sorry, <laughs> you went from like <laughs> reporter to like West Virginia swamp it, rat. It got a little hard, <laughs> I'll be honest. My throat, my throat started to hurt a little bit. I needed a drink. <laughs> That's weird. <sighs> uh, so they described this creature. That as, was fun though. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was fun. I just, I liked it. You slowly started to go into. <laughs> I slowly drifted away. Uh, yeah. Uh, people said that it is a, it, it's a sleek black, under five foot long, bushy like a bear or panther. Could be spotted. Definitely feline. Mm-hmm. But they could not agree on a species. You want to know what the Charlotte News said? What did they say? On the night of December 5th, a pet <laughs> rabbit was found cleanly decapitated and still warm. I'm sorry, this was on January 7th, not the not December. You sound like crazy nights, Adam Sandler. On January 7th, a dog was found dead in a pasture near a Bladenboro swamp. Julian Tater, swear <laughs> to God, that's his name, Tater. Shaw, who owned a local gas station, heard that the goat had died in a storage way. And then traveled to the edge of town to see himself, according to him, his head was flat with a fritter. (laughs) (laughs) It had gotten back a big old track. It was weird, Shaw claimed. It killed the goat and the dogs. All right. Uh, and who was this? <laughs> uh, that would be uh, the Charlotte News. Okay, the Charlotte News. All right. So there are swamps around this area. Mm-hmm. Um, you just threw out the descriptions in the... Uh, yes, I did. Uh, some people said yeah. that it could be a leopard, um, you wanna... a panther, a bear, a wolverine. <laughs> it's Logan. <laughs> or a cougar. 
or a bobcat. <laughs> Some hot ass <laughs> old lady. A sea lion <laughs> oh, it's a hot ass old lady. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, according, <laughs> according to reports, it sounds like this thing. It it it's a giant. It's a big cat, yeah. right? That's what kind of what everybody's saying. Nobody's saying a reptile that beast. Did, that it did walk on um, all fours. All fours, point, but yeah. still, like, walked on two feet, too. Do you know what the football team name is? The Wolverines? No, the NFL football team. The Falcons? The North Carolina <laughs> NFL. Panthers. Right. Here's I'm sorry, time. we were talking about a lot of stuff tonight, so it's just... All right, so here's where the sh- the, the shit really ready. We're gonna hit, hold on. Shit hits the fan. Hold on, and then it's like Thor, and he's like, "I bet you're wondering how I got here." <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I would watch a Star Wars if T.D. Watiti directs it. He is. Taika Watiti. He is. I always say he's in. They're they're getting him to. I sounds like they might even do a fucking trilogy, which would be dope as fuck. I would watch it if he did it. I would. And he's got to put Jeff Goldblum in it. I don't. I don't care. He's in it. All right, here's where the shit gets deep. All right. Nuts. All right. Pandemonium. Shit breaks out. Raining cats and dogs. Massive hysteria. hysteria. <laughs> massive? Not even massive. Just massive. Just massive hysteria. Okay. Uh, on January 3rd, they decided they were, you know what? Uh, Let's get people out here. Let's go and hunt this motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, okay, so it was terrorizing the city. I mean, the, the they town. They flooded the town. This is a town with a population now of 1,800. Yeah. Imagine what it was back then. Probably what, like 200? I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know what inflation but, is. Okay, so the search lasted about three days. Thousand, over a thousand yeah. people came. The and they were day, killing everything. The first day was about 500 people. The second day was about 800. And then the third day was about over There's a news report of Jim, Jimmy Billy Brantlett. Who killed a rabbit and brought it in and yeah. said it was the thing. Yeah. I made that up. It's, that was all fake. But no, and you're but like, there, yeah. There's a bobcat. No, I'm saying they did no, kill a lot of things, though. Like they the did. bobcats and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and bring them in. And like, here, it reminded me. This is, reminds just, me of the Billy Bob Brantley does not exist. Okay. I, I get that. I was just <laughs> I trying to get you to finish so I could finish. Um, typical chick. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> Uh, no, but they would kill like um, multiple animals and say, here's this. It's, you know, really strange that it's here. Um, even though they lived around swamp areas, uh, one of the big things was there was a bobcat that was killed. That was extremely large for the area. Mm-hmm. And they said that that was the creature. But maybe there's been, I guess, the maybe. jaw marks and stuff like that did not coincide with. Or it was a vampire beast. It was a vampire beast, obviously. It drank its blood. Beast. It was a chupacabra before the chupacabra. El Chupe. <laughs> so, what started off as a half a dozen youths and their dogs turned into 500, well, which turned into point, 800. When they, when they decided which to went do up, the, the big search, that was because um, a woman mm-hmm. was actually uh, confronted by the beast. The beast. Uh, there's actually a newspaper article... Um, she Vampire was like, uh, woman. that's what it says. Uh, um, I wish we could see some yo, like that in the news today. Vampire charges woman. Did you hear about Gritty? Gritty. Do you know who Gritty is? The Flyers mascot, that googly eyed no. orange, orange creek creature. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his name. He beat the fuck out of a kid. <laughs> As the mascot or like in real life? As the mascot in real life. <laughs> Well, no, hold on. So what what apparently is happening is he would, they were at like some signing and this kid and his dad came up 
and the kid says he tapped Gritty on the head, and then Gritty charged the kid and like fucked the kid up. Like I don't know where he charged the kid. There's no video of it. Oh Jesus! It doesn't didn't happen then. Right. So hold hold on. So all so now the dad's like, but you know what? I I just want my my son to be able to go into the locker room, meet the players, and get their autographs. Bitch, you made the story up. Yeah. Fuck you. That's fucking up. weird. Taking, no videos. Taking fucking advantage of Gritty. That's like Bigfoot saying, let me get... There's that uh, non-high-resolution camera over there. I'm just going to pose here for a second. I'm a dab. All right, yeah. Uh, so there was the news for... Um, a woman was... Here's the news article. January 5th, a large rendering. You got to read it in no, character. That has killed and sucked the blood of at least seven canines, charged a woman here tonight, but turned and fled back into a swamp... When she screamed and her husband rushed onto the scene, police chief Roy Forbes said the animal charged into the yard of Mrs. Kinlaw when she went out onto her front porch to investigate whimpering dogs in the street. After the incident occurred, the armed posse <laughs> that went out tonight to track down and kill the vampire beast. No, vampire. Beast. Some 500 people and scores of dogs. Mrs. Kenslow, who lives in the mill village near Bladenboro Mills on Highway 211, one mile west. Okay, just give her an old fucking address out. Um, Social security number. Said she heard the dogs whimpering early tonight and went to investigate. Near the dog, she said, was what looked like a big mountain lion. It raced from three doors down the dirt street in front of her house to a few feet from her porch. Then turned back when she screamed and her husband rushed out of the house. She said a neighbor also came to her aid. Chief Forbes said tracks in the dirt found in front of Kinslaw home were bigger than a silver dollar. How big is a silver dollar? About that big. Okay. Um, a search party from Wilmington, not Delaware. Uh, which tracked the animal last Everybody night. else says Wilmington, not North Carolina. <laughs> I swear. Uh, which tracked the animal last night as it moved in a three-mile circle along the edges of a swampy area, found tracks which revealed claws. See Vampire, page six. Beast. <laughs> it's a beast. It's a beast. Um, it's a vampire beast. So some people think it's a wolverine. Um, okay, so there was definitely an animal... Uh, definitely something, an entity, out there causing havoc and murdering havoc. things. Like, what kind of hav- havoc was it causing? It was murdering things. You think it was out there like Raven? Yeah. Got glow sticks <laughs> yeah. and shit. It's on some, glow. On some axes. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, maxis. <laughs> uh... There is another take to this. There's this this creature called Big Boy, which is actually a dog mix. Oh, that, Big Boy. Did you read about Big Boy? He's a dog man. Uh, no. No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so Big Boy was a dog mix. He was actually a uh, German shepherd uh, mixed with a, beast. A, a wolf or a hound. They can't be too sure of what exactly it was. Of which beast species but, it was. Uh, the, uh, I guess it was raised and it lived in the swamps. Um, and they think that that could have been oh, possibly shit. the creature. So it was a bi. Uh, it was, it was a like a feral bayou dog. swamp dog. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um, supposedly the beast returned in 2007, though. Yes. There's been um, there's been lots of reports. It, of beasts. Sixty goats were found murdered yeah. in 2007, so they believe, and they were all sucked of blood. <laughs> yes. So something's afoot. Um, or a reminiscent paw. of the chupacabra. Uh, it would be a paw. It would be a paw. 
It wouldn't be a foot. It'd be a paw. Oh, yeah. Something's ah. a paw. Something's a paw. <laughs> a paw is still a foot. No, not really. No. Are all them feet then? Did all, every paw a foot? Or is like the front one's hands and the back one's feet? They're all paws. Just paws. Okay. All right. That's a good question. I think I'm going to ask people. I want to see their response to this. <laughs> Do you know that ice cubes swim in pools of their own blood? Ice cubes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. They melt and then they just linger. They swim in pools of their own blood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jimmy deep, Fallon used to deep have... Deep thoughts. Deep yeah, thoughts. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon used to have this um, thing on his show and he would... Uh, it was like, thank you. And he would say, like, thank you, stupid stuff. One of them was, um, thank you, Juice, for not being called fruit blood. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, that's correct. Yeah. You squeezed the shit out of those motherfuckers. Fruit blood's great. <laughs> I love fruit blood. Why is there a soccer field on... The computer. Why is it in the middle of the ocean? Where is that? I don't know. It's in the middle of the ocean. I want to go hang out there. Tortuga. Is that where uh, Bobby Kennedy killed that woman? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Nothing. All right. Don't, I ain't saying nothing. All right. That's fine. S- snitches get stitches. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's truth fact. Uh, It was definitely a creature, which is definitely a weird story, and that it has returned. It's definitely a beast. Yes. Uh, there was definitely an animal there. I think it was a panther. Carolina Panthers. That's where it gets its name. But I guess because of the swamps and all that, they didn't... I don't know. It was one of those weird things. Um, definitely if something like that happened now, I don't know what we would think it is. We'd think it was a vampire beast. Probably. Or no, we would be like... It's, it's a crazy l- kid out back. <laughs> it's, it's Billy Bob Joe <laughs> up the street with his... Uh, he's got his uh, thing there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm in an accent nerd. Okay. Good you think, you. You I can't do accents. What do you think my axolotl is? I says? like your axolotl. Is he like? It's hey it's guys. It's what's plural. up, man? R.I.P. R.I.P. By the way, I tried to watch The New Pope. Couldn't get into it, but I'm going to give it another try. Jude mm-hmm. Law's great. John Malkovich. I will always try to give them a try. My um, name is John Malkovich. I love John Malkovich. It's too forward. Fuck you. I can't. Keep listening. You're too forward. Did you see this? Four new His enunciation. Walking discovered. Walking sharks. They walk on their fins. That's dope. You know that's called the Mexican walking fish, right? Yes, you told me. I'm going to get him a little sombrero. I have not seen him walk yet or eat. I'm going to get him a little sombrero. A little sombrero. Mm-hmm. He's going to wear it on his Guys, side. today in history, guess what happened? Politician... Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Our Bud Dreyer shoots and kill himself at a press conference oh, I remember on that. national TV. What so, year was that? Uh, uh, 1987. I remember. On this day. I remember. Um, I remember I, him handing out the things. <clears throat> right. So I didn't see that live because I would have no, been like I six. I've seen the video. The video is disturbing. It's fucked up. Yeah. I mean. Uh, it's fucked up. It said. So it led to debates mm. on um, boundaries and journalism. <clears throat> Basically the neutering of America. Yeah. One guy. One bullet. <laughs> <coughs> that mo- that video. That was his album now. drop. His his album's about to drop. Yeah, was it? Was it? Okay. It was called uh, Two Chains, Single Barrel. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Was it a revolver? <laughs> Twelve gauge double shotty. That's so bad. Um, bad. if you haven't watched the video, I would suggest watching it once because then it'll just haunt your memories for life. It'll just be in your, uh, in your brain cavity. Because it doesn't look real. It looks no. like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It looks fake. His head explodes. It's fucking...
fucking like weird. A, like a pumpkin. Um, it, pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes yeah. pop. Uh, and then Roe vs. Wade. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court legalizes most abortions 1973, January 22nd. On this day in history. It's fucked up. I'm just, I'm giving you facts here, man. Can you stop fucking with my facts? Uh, I don't, what do you, what, you didn't care about your facts? Yeah, I do. Hey, Natalie. Fuck you. Natalie. Natalie Aganoff. She's a journalist. All right. Hey, Natalie. Sure, she's a journalist. She is. She's a, she's on. She's a journalist. How many dicks does she put in that mouth? I don't know. To get some answers. She's on 97.5 The Fanatic. She's a ra- the uh, radio chick. Oh, I know people that work um, at the Philly radio station. Yeah, so she's on. Uh, Some of our four-legged Eagles fans. Four-legged? See what I did there? No. Hey, Natalie. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> she might sound jealous. Not really. I just. I can't do women in sports. I don't know. Call me not a feminist. I can't. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Lovely. That's a highlighter that she's wearing right there. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so I just I don't like women in sports, and it just makes me Hold weird. On. Th- this one was good though. No, nope, not that one. I wasn't the one I was looking. That's for. not what you're looking for. No, I was looking for a certain. Here it is. Maybe it's it. What are you looking for? Ready. Okay, I'm ready. Oh my god, Mike. Oh my god, Mike. Swear to God. Verbatim. What's up, the Natalie? Natalie Eganoff. Go check All right, her out. Can She's we not hot. promote her? Jesus fucking Christ. I just, it's women in sports. I don't know why. Who cares? It's like women who try to, like, I only like, like, two women comedians. I can't do stand-up comedians when it's women. I can't. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know. I don't know. They call me old-fashioned. Hashtag me too. Sexist pig. Uh, me too, meaning you don't like that either. <laughs> Uh, no, I did the hashtag Me Too movement. Fuck you. We've all been Me Too'd in life. Not me. Whether not ha- or is it hashtag Not Me Too? I've never. Nobody's ever grabbed me, and I've been like, Stop it! I'm you don't offended. have to say Stop it. I'm offended, but you've noticed later, like the one person who wanted to get a bath with your wife, <laughs> you just realize how inappropriate it was later. Who wanted Even to get a bath? Context. Who wanted to get a bath with her? Her friend. It was weird. She had a bleeding oh, or that something. Was weird. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm spitting facts here, okay? You're spitting rhymes. All right, you got rhymes. anything else or are we just talking shit? No, here? no, right. I'm good. Uh, So <laughs> that Conor McGregor fight. 30 seconds. I'm so glad I did not waste my time at the bars watching that shit because literally if I wait until midnight. I watched it the next day for free. Yeah, literally, a, but like 40 a, seconds? On an Instagram <laughs> clip. Yeah, exactly. The entire fight. I don't need to fucking watch that shit. Fuck you, mm. man. Everyone was uh, like, come to Buffalo Wild Wings. He did fuck that dude up, though. I saw. I saw after the fact. Literally, he a fucked minute that dude later, up. it's on everywhere. So, honestly, I could have just stayed in bed. <laughs> Connor was like, yeah, go to sleep. Yeah, he's... <laughs> well, Cowboy's up. old, too, I think, right? We're both old. Oh, well, yeah. All right. You got anything else? I'm hitting this. Ready? No, that's it. We're going to go out to the beast of burden. Education major, cliff diver. Forensic science major. Oh, why is there... Outdoor photographer. At GCU, adventure and learning is never too far away. Earn your degree in fewer than four years while exploring Arizona. Find your purpose at GCU.
Don't be hating. I got it too. Don't be hating. Blade and burn. I'll never be your I think he said... Said the pizza's burning. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something about yeast. I don't know why. <laughs> the yeast is churning. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. I'm done. That's Peace it. Peace out, Brussels sprouts, tip your stripper. Dying fire. Check oh, us yeah. out everywhere, xdexperience.com.